have a like an aquarium as a child? Like a you know, like fish in your house? Oh, like in my house? Yeah. No. No, never. Did you ever have like a beta fish or anything? No, I never. I didn't even have like a goldfish or anything. Like at you know how sometimes at carnivals you can win like goldfish and stuff. Never, yeah. Never had that either. What about you? I had a like a big tank with a bunch of little tiny fish in it, but I think they like ate themselves, like ate each other, like some kind of survival, like survival of the fittest. But I guess that's just nature. Were they were they like fighting fish or no? No, I had a beta fish before too, but like when I was really young, I had like a big thing of I don't know, just like those fish you can buy at the back of like PetSmart or Walmart or something. Yeah. Does Walmart still sell fish? Didn't they used to sell fish? Uh, like pet fish? That's still there. I would say, I bet you there still are some Walmarts that sell them, but probably not Walmarts with live lobster tanks? I remember grocery stores. Yeah, Walmart used to have, the Walmart in back in Culpeper used to have live lobsters. Really? Real ones, remember? Um, I always, I always thought the lobster tanks were cool. I'd always ask to go see the lobsters when <laughs> yeah. I was little. Yeah, they, they have one in Wegmans close by here, so I, I mean, it's it's almost like a little bit sad, but, you know, they don't know what's going on. (laughs) Anyway, did you see this thing in Germany? About an aquarium? The giant aquarium that just exploded. Oh, no. (laughs) It's the world's largest freestanding aquarium. It's the world's largest? Yeah. So, it's like in a hotel. Let me find the specs. I was just reading the article. And it failed? No, it exploded. Oh, that's got to be it. Uh, it's the world's largest. Quarter of a million gallons of mm-hmm. water, 1,500 fish, all over the lobby of the hotel and onto the street. That's 250,000 gallons of water. <laughs> that's like a tidal wave, dude. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. 1,500 fish? Yeah. Rip those fish. Seriously, especially, they probably, they probably had some exotic. Where was that at? Germany. In Germany, in Berlin. Hmm, that seems like an interesting place to have the world's largest aquarium. 55 feet high, 38 feet wide. And it just blew up, dude. Could you imagine if you were just like close by and all of a sudden there's just like fish like raining down from the sky? Did um did they say what caused it or what they think caused it? No, it doesn't really say. Um, apparently, like Berlin is like, a shitty city as far as like engineering goes like as opposed to the rest of the country which is odd because it's like such a major city but yeah I don't know this article talks about like people are just saying like oh it's just like classic Berlin that something like this would go wrong because I guess they've had like engineering faults in the past and stuff on different topics but I just feel like that's interesting because you would think a big city like that would be one of the, especially like just worldwide, you would think they'd be pretty good at that, but I don't know. I'm still having a hard time fathoming why. Is there water around? Like, do I just not know my geography? I just think it's weird that they had the world's largest aquarium. World's largest freestanding. Oh, oh. So it's like a fish tank, essentially. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's. Do you think it was like an inside job? Or do you no, think it was just a I just feel like accident? it was just something fucked up. And the, the glass just wasn't built strong enough or something. And it just, it just popped. Yeah. Well, I wonder if anybody got hurt. 
this doesn't. This just talks about the fish that got hurt, not any people. But I mean, I would. You'd have to assume someone did. If this fifty-five foot glass thing exploded, like if there were people there, like yeah, I mean, the two hundred and fifty thousand gallons of water. <laughs> someone had to get hurt. I wonder if it happened during uh, business hours. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a good, it's not a great look though. No, definitely not. Like the news had like videos of pigeons like just eating dead fish off the oh, side of the bad. road. Like that sucks. Not a great time to be living in Berlin, I'd say. Yeah, dude. Would you ever go to Berlin? Yeah. I uh I had a German exchange student when I was in high school. At your house? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. He's a pretty cool guy. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what year were you? Sophomore. Okay. Yeah, he was a pretty chill guy. I still follow him, like, on Instagram, so I still see him from time to, like, just, like, random posts. But, yeah, there was, like, a program, and me and a couple of my buddies all did it. We had, like, guys come. My boy was a um, – he wasn't afraid, dude. He would just start, like, flirting with girls, like, just all the time. It was so funny. Was he your age or was he a senior? <sighs> I want to say he might have been like one year older than me. Oh, okay. I don't really remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, and then I think our senior year, they did a trip over to Germany, but I didn't go. But he was macking on everybody? Yeah, which was really funny because it wasn't working, but... Oh, really? No. I feel like you already get so much attention just being from another country. Yeah, but he was a... You know, he wasn't a stud. Gotcha. Means, but he wasn't afraid, which I respected that because yeah. I was definitely like super awkward and stuff. Still am, but I feel like it was it was just funny to see because he'd just be like up there doing it, and I'd be like, oh, "Fuck, I gotta go get him and get him on the bus home." <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. That he, I mean, he's probably trying to meet as many people as he can before he goes home. I would, dude. Yeah, I would. I'd be, yeah, at least trying to. But plus, you know, your time's limited. It's one of those things where it's like. None of these people are probably going to see you again. Ever, yeah. So, you're living your life a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Adrian. I just remember the only thing we had in common was we both like Family Guy. So, we would just sit and watch Family Guy for like hours every night because it's like we, everything else was like we were kind of on two different pages. Did you learn any um, phrases in German or anything? Well, I took German. Oh, okay. Few, like all four years of high school. And now I didn't learn anything. I didn't really take it seriously. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. Part of me wants to like learn another language, but I don't know. <laughs> like I've been thinking about it a lot, but it's like just because I feel like it's such like a good thing for your brain, you know, but I don't know. It's also like I don't want to just like jump into it and then not commit to it. So I haven't decided if I'm going to do it yet. If but you like, If you had like, if you knew you were going to be able to have time to really focus in on... And, and grind out studying and stuff, which, if you could, like, choose which language? Probably, I don't know, probably, like, Spanish, because that just seems like it would be the most useful. Um, but, I don't know. I guess any of them. Not German, though, because, like, I feel like, I don't even know why. Like, I guess I would just pick, like, Spanish or, I mean, it'd be really cool to learn, like, a, you know, like, an Asian language. Because, like, that's what the, like... Travel-wise, I think that would be, like, pretty high up on my list to go over to, like, Thailand or Japan or something. Yeah, for me, I definitely think uh, 
Spanish would be the most useful and be the most logical language for me to pick up. Right. But I think um, I think Mandarin would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Just anything from over on that side of the world would be cool. Because, like, also I feel like you're if you travel there, you're less likely to be okay just knowing English. Like, if you travel to, like, England, obviously England, but if you travel to, like, France or something, like, I think you can kind of get away with English more. Maybe that's not true, but I don't know. I've never been out of the country, so not really. I don't really have much to speak on it about. You got any uh, aspirations to? Uh, yeah, I would like to. You know, like I'd love to go to I'd love to go to England. Um, pretty much anywhere. <laughs> like, just get out of the country would be cool. Even to just like Mexico, would I think would be a lot of fun. Canada seems like a pretty easy first step to traveling outside of the country, but pretty like achievable I guess yeah yeah Canada's got some some cool city. I've never been but it looks like they have some pretty cool cities and the landscape out I mean some of the parts of Canada the landscape's beautiful from what I see yeah I, I I'm sure it's just awesome out there um nature wise and I'd like to go to like Iceland my cousin lives there and she seems to like it a lot but I've just heard like everybody I've known who's gone there said it was like super super beautiful so that would be that's a bucket list for sure because you can also fly there for pretty cheap if I'm not mistaken um but yeah I don't know someday you know yeah Iceland's on there for me too and New Zealand that yeah those places um they just look so all the photos I see everything looks so beautiful out there and it's so different from right from here you know yeah, I, I guess it's just like I want to wait till I can actually like go and enjoy it. You know, like I wouldn't want to go and be like worrying about how much money I'm spending and like really ch- like obviously I want to like have a budgeted plan for the trip, but I don't want it to be like okay, like when I go I can't eat anything. <laughs> you know, like I want to make sure like I can go and really just fully enjoy it. And I definitely don't want to do one of those like guided tours because like I would want to just go and explore it myself. I think I feel like I'd get more out of it that way. Yeah, one of my managers, he was telling me, um, he was in the military, and one of his buddies, um, he met somebody from Germany who was in the German military back in, like, the late 80s or early 90s. His buddy from Germany brought him out, or got him to come out and see him, and um, he said that, he was taking him around to all these cool spots to see, and instead, for the guided tours, they got my manager who's English speaking obviously doesn't know any German they brought him to do the German language line instead of the English language line because his buddy could translate everything for him and there was nobody there because it's in Germany Right. you know there was only a handful of yeah. people who are going to go see the stuff in their own country you know so I thought that was interesting but that is I mean yeah it's nice you get a little bit less of a touristy crowd because it's a German that's that's pretty cool but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I, if I had to go on someone else's schedule, I feel like I wouldn't be getting the most out of it. Like you would probably see more things, but I feel like you're not really like how you get to really know a place is to just like kind of jump in and explore it, you know. So get lost. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Paris would be cool. Anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah, anything would be cool. But Italy. I would love to go to Italy. That'd probably be my number one, just for the food. Argentina. Argentina. 
Did you see the video of the, um, like the crowds they had after they won, like just in like the downtown? I'm not sure what city it was. It was insane, dude. It was like, think of like the biggest Super Bowl Stanley Cup parade and then multiply it by like 50. It was, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. There's so many people. I can't believe it. Uh, Yeah. I didn't come across any of those clips. Yeah. It was just crazy. We should talk about that that game because like that was the greatest soccer game that I've ever seen. I don't watch a lot of soccer, but one of the greatest sporting events I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it'll go down in history, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, but uh, we'll get it. We'll get more to it later because yeah. I want to get. I want to talk like Messi and all. Like I, I want to talk like in depth about that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one more thought on, like, the travel thing. Where, let's do in the United States. If you could go on a trip tomorrow for a week-long vacation, where would you go? Colorado's on the list. I've been there before, but I didn't get to explore that much. But if I was going somewhere I haven't been, I'd probably go to Wyoming or... Montana or Idaho. Wyoming's cool. That's the only place. Oh, I've been to Idaho too. Anywhere out there, it's just like you kind of can just go through and for you don't really even realize what state you're in, to be honest. Yeah. It's just like all super pretty. Um, what about you? California, probably. Have I'd you been in California? See, no. I'd love oh, to wow. see it. Um, I'd love to, like there's a few different spots I'd, I'd really like to go. Like there's obviously some of the cities, but also just some of like the wilderness and like napa would be cool all of it like Mm -hmm. i would just love to go out there yeah california is a pretty there's there's a lot to it and it it's a huge state the landscape changes drastically from southern california to northern california yeah Uh, yeah it's just i've been itching to get out there for a while so hopefully i can make that happen soon arizona too i love it out there i've been out there a few times great place i think we've talked about that already but Welp, it's episode 10. How's that make you feel? It's nice. I think um, double digits is nice. Shows that the fact that we've been consistent for this long um, says something. For me, says something for me personally too. The fact that we, we've just been able to make it a regular thing weekly, sitting down and talking and stuff like that. Really like that. Um and I'm I'm excited to get to episode 100 one day, you know. Yeah, we're 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 on our way. Yeah, the consistency's been cool, and the support has been cool. So shout out you guys. Also, what's up? It's us. We're back. Thank you for tuning in to the Good Fridays podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, last chance, get in on the give giveaway. It's over tomorrow. Yes. So this is it. Yes. Uh. Like our uh, like our Spotify playlist, um, you can either find it in our Instagram links or you can go on Spotify and type in um, the Good Fridays playlist that should pop up for you. And then along with that, just go on YouTube, type in the Good Fridays podcast or you can find that in our links as well. Yeah. And uh, just subscribe. Subscribe and we'll put you in two drawings, 25 buck Amazon gift card signed by Jeff Bezos. Yes. And um, not really. Yeah. But yeah, so last chance, last chance. So I uh, appreciate everybody's already put in the 
put it in and we're uh we're really just excited to kind of grow our youtube community and our spotify playlist we we put some good thought and, and time into that so hopefully you guys like it plus it's something i really enjoy doing yeah absolutely i mean that's like one of my favorite things to do is share music with people so i love getting feedback too yeah so yeah if you like something let us know and if you don't if you aren't a fan well you know won't hurt our feelings so it's always nice to know what people are thinking okay let, let's do the world cup because like that's that's like the number one thing on my mind i feel like yeah and um, um well i wanted to say this episode 10 messy you yeah know. had to had to very very sorry. true <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah the when we put the episode out it's gonna be a messy picture a hundred percent yeah i've already been i've already been <laughs> uh n- noting some photos that i'd like to use but yeah it's too perfect yeah so so you're not a huge soccer i would say you're not a huge soccer i'm not at all no i watch it i watch the world cup like i'm that i'm definitely that fan and then as soon as the world cup's over i don't watch again um i'll watch the men's and women's because i do like both but um yeah that was just like that was really unlike anything i had ever seen before um but the number like the biggest thing i got out of it is great players show up in moments like that right that's like that was kind of my major takeaway like obviously what was happening during the actual game but then when you get to the penalty kicks like Messi just walks up there and and kicks it in like it's just like you know because he's done it a million times but he's treating it's like a free throw you know like that there was no doubt in my mind that that was going in yeah and he didn't even look nervous it was just like not a big deal um but yeah I don't know I it was really cool to see Argentina win it um because that's obviously a super dedicated fan base and um I loved their goalie. That dude had so much swag. I love that. I loved he was like, he was talking shit and he would like hold the ball and he was going to give it to them, just like hand it to him himself. Like yeah. just mind games like that. Like that was really, really cool. But I don't know what, so what France scored two goals in 90 seconds? Yeah, that that part was insane. Um, well, touching on the PKs again. I think the biggest part about the PKs is it's so psychological. It's all psychological. And that's what made the keeper for Argentina. Like, it's just crazy. And he had his home fans behind him. That was sick. That was so cool, man. But, um, but yeah, France. So, Argentina was up. 2-0. Until, what was it at half? Hey, 1-0 or 2-0? I think it was 2-0 at half. I could be wrong about that. But I know it was 2-0 going into, I think, France didn't score to like the 80th minute or something like 85th minute yeah and I don't think they had their first shot on goal to like the 65th minute it's just one of those things like you thought Argentina's for sure just you know putting it away and then all of a sudden it's 2-2 another great player Mbappe a lot of people say he's going to be better than Messi in the next 10 years yeah how old is he I guess that I'm not sure about I know he's um He's got to be pretty young because it's only been a few years where I've been like noticing him, like uh, his face right. and stuff. Yeah, that dude, same deal. Great player, you know what I mean? He showed up. It was like you can't stop. 
players of that caliber because it's not like people that's not like he wasn't on their radar you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like when you get to a certain level of greatness like that you just can't stop them no matter what you want to do you can't stop it everybody in the whole crowd knows what they're going to try to do the coaches everything the whole game plan has been about this guy and there's just nothing you can do i know it's a team sport obviously but well that being said it's also what makes it so exciting is there's 11 people on the field for the one team and you can have one player just completely take over and yeah. it's not best of 7 like basketball hockey baseball right, it's one you know and what done. i mean it's one and done so the level the level of excitement is that much higher you know and you really have to lay it all out on the line so i think it just speaks to their greatness that much more it's just unbelievable like that they can show up in a moment like that and it's just like of course you know of course they showed up and yeah great players like that i think is what makes sports so amazing you know like that was one of the best sporting events that you've ever seen no for me without a doubt and i've I've been a fan of soccer my entire life. I, I started right. playing when I was like four or whatever in the little league and then just sort of grew up with it. And I was going, I went to a lot of soccer games when I was younger to like DC United games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And hands down, and I, I didn't even see the first half, but hands down, the most exciting game of soccer I've ever actually like watched before. Yeah, insane. But so. I feel like there is no like real debate who the greatest soccer player of all time is, you know? No, there definitely is though. Uh, right. But I guess that's kind of what my question is. Cause there's a debate for who the greatest of all time is in pretty much every sport. What do you think really defines greatness? Now I'm not, I'm not just going to ask you like who you think is the goat. Cause I feel like that's kind of a dead subject, but what in your opinion is greatness because I don't think it's quantifiable necessarily. So I guess just in your own words. And is this greatness in general or greatness in like sports? Because that's one thing I was thinking about previously is like whenever I think of greatness, it's usually sports, but we could do, I think in general, because there's great musical artists, right? And there's great directors and there's great, you can be great at anything, but yeah, I don't know. It's a word that gets thrown around obviously, which it's not a huge deal, but yeah, I guess just in general, what do you think? I think greatness is undeniable. I think, I think that's a big thing that goes in, like seeing somebody perform at a level that you really can't make any poor judgments about. Like you, you can't, there's, you, you can't knock them on anything, uh-huh. everything they're doing. Um, they're a well-oiled machine. There's not, there's, essentially nothing wrong with it and you show up in moments where one moments where you're needed two moments where you're you're counted out you know like nobody's giving you a shot mm-hmm. different things like that and and that's the thing about greatness is you could be you could already be considered the greatest of all time at something and still well if you're considered the greatest of all time and then you find yourself down and you fight back, it just proves your greatness that much more, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, that does. What about you? I, I think a big, I think that's pretty well put. Like a big part of it for me is when no one is counting, like when you're kind of almost counted out, you know? And um, 
having to kind of go through all stages. Like, I think there's like, I don't know. This is, it's hard because it's like, I guess, yeah, like seeing someone kind of perform in all different kinds of scenarios, right? Like as far as what's going on outside of what their craft is. Like you think about Michael Jordan, you know, uh, he performed on teams that were, he carried teams. And then when he was given a great team around him, they won six championships, right? So, but, but even before then he was still performing at a high, high level before the championships. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can say that he would have won six championships without people around him. But the point is that he did win six championships and he was performing at a high level before then anyhow. But I don't know because I, it, the reason I want to talk about it, cause it is like kind of a really weird thing. Cause you don't want to put it up to just stats and numbers. Right. But that's definitely part of it. Let me ask you this: Is are Michael Jordan's a great basketball player, right? Even if he was a poor person outside of the court, does that affect his greatness? You mean like his character? Yeah, I'm not saying him in specifically because obviously I feel like he is a pretty good dude. At least it seems that way. But uh, like, is that something like can? Can actions outside of your craft tarnish the greatness in your craft? I think that's subjective. I don't, I mean, if it's your craft that you're great at and something happens outside of it, I don't really think it tarnishes your craft because if you're, I don't know, if you're going through school and stuff and you're you're always in the books you're not doing anything outside of academics and you're you got a 40 GPA you're every you've never gotten anything less than an A all this stuff you're great at school but you're not great at social life or maybe you've got things outside of school that are bringing you down it doesn't change the fact that you're still a great student right yeah it's a good point so i don't really i mean it just Depends if you're talking about are you the greatest at your craft or are you are you the greatest rock star of all time or or are you the greatest artist of all time or are you the greatest innovator of all time? It's it's just depends what game you're playing with with that word. I feel like yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what makes it so interesting, right? Because there's such a and that's what leads to debates, right? Because it's like it just kind of depends how you quantify it or like, what whatever way you look at it like the greatest are you the greatest basketball player of all time or are you the greatest athlete of all time you know what i mean right so i think it just depends but to answer your initial question i don't think i don't really i don't know yeah it's just like it's something i've been really thinking about a lot obviously with the world cup um and seeing Messi win the World Cup because that was always kind of the one thing that people were like, well, he has never won the World Cup, so how can he be the greatest of all time? But I feel like you could still think you, there was a lot of there was a large camp that thought he was the greatest of all time already, and now there's a large camp of people who are jumping onto that ship because they're like, okay, well, 
he checked that box for me personally. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I would just bring up Tom Brady into this. A lot of people have felt he's been the greatest quarterback of all time for a while, but for me, it didn't happen until he came back against, what was it, 28-3 to against yeah. the Atlanta Falcons or 28 to 30, whatever the score was. Right. When he came back from that, that's when I was like, okay, you can't really deny it. Yeah. When LeBron came back down 3-1 in the 2016 NBA Finals, you that's undeniable. Yeah. Nobody had ever done that before. Right. And he did it. So, to me, that, like, sort of put really put him up there. Right. So, yeah, so doing things that are unprecedented and uh, never been done before is a big part of it. Definitely. Um. Yeah, showing up in the big moments, you know, that that's always been and I guess that does mean like championship rings is part of like a quantifiable thing because it's like if you can't show up, if you come come all the way up to the top and then have a terrible performance, then it's like then was the moment too big for you, but I feel like the truly great ones there is no moment that's too big for them. There's no like too big of a stage or anything. 28 to 3 is a good moment of greatness for sure. Also, twenty-eight to three. Poor Matt Ryan, my man, blew another cup. <laughs> His team failed him again. Wait, oh, that was yes. they played the Vikings. Yeah. I couldn't remember who the Vikings were down yeah. to. Thirty-three nothing. God, poor Matt Ryan. Dude. Yeah, that sucks. Shout out Kirk Cousins. But I can't remember what I was going to say. You've got okay, so you've got the um, the seventy-two and ten. 96, 97 Bulls. And then you've got the 73 and 9, 2015, 2016 Gold State Warriors or 2016, 2017? 2015, 2016 Gold State Warriors. 73 and 9. They had a better record, but were they the better team? It's tough to say. It's hard to compare, you know. Exactly. Um, Because, I mean, I think Steph Curry's a great player. I don't think that's, I, I feel like that's, well, he's one of the greatest. Greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. For me. I mean, I just feel like he's, when, I feel like it's just if he has a bad night, it's because he had a bad night. Like you can't force him into a bad night. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no guard. There's really nothing you can do to stop him. Nobody's beating him. He's beating himself. Right. If he has an off night, which will happen naturally because he's a human being, like it has nothing to do with the game plan or anything. Like I guess that's another thing. I, I guess there is no game plan. No matter how much like that is what can make someone great in sports. It's like, no matter what you try to do to stop them, it's just not going to happen. And there's things that may be more, maybe more effective against someone. But at the end of the day, everyone in the whole world can know what's going to happen and it still happens. Then that's, you know, you can't stop it. Give them the ball and get out of the way. Yeah. Like I think about, and this is a good example of like off the field tarnishing the on the field, but Antonio Brown, I just remember like the years he had with the Steelers. It was like, it was third down and 15 and everyone in the entire stadium knew exactly where the ball was going and he would just be standing there wide open. It's like they'd have three guys on him. It didn't matter. He still, it was just like the timing was so there and he was that guy, you know what I mean? But his is a special case because I feel like his off-the-field antics got into his on-the-field antics and then cut his career shorter than maybe it should have been. But And his off-the-field antics lightly caused by on-the-field activity, right? That's what I hear. 
What do you mean? That hit by Montez Perfect or whatever his name is from the Bengals. Like, yeah. That hit, what year was that? 2017? 18? Yeah, 17 or 18. And after that hit, I've just heard people say he was never the same. He was never the same, yeah. I mean, you could just see it in interviews. He'd give interviews before that, and he would just be, like, so humble and just, like, the nicest guy. And then all of a sudden, it was just, like... Because wasn't it shortly after that where he went on Facebook Live while after the game while Mike Tomlin was giving us... Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was after him, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So I've been... um, There's this... Have you heard of this show called Alone? On Netflix. No. Sorry. It's like this survival show, sort of. Um, and I think it starts with like 10 contestants. And they take them out somewhere remote. And everybody's scattered around. So they're they're not near each other at all. But the whoever lasts the longest gets like a life-changing amount of money. So it's kind of like Naked and Afraid. Isn't that what that show is? Yeah. Of? Yeah, I don't know what... I don't know if Naked and Afraid was one of the first shows. I heard somebody else talking about it recently that Alone was sort of like a ripoff of it, but I like it. And a lot of the people on there are trained, like pretty trained right. at what they're doing and stuff. But I'm on the 10th or 11th episode and contestants are starting to be pulled out because they've lost too much weight. Their vitals are like uh, raising alarms and stuff like that. So... And just seeing their emotions because they're not ready to go and they want to hold out for a few more days. And I don't know. It's sad to see that they're being pulled out against their will when they've already, because they're like 60 days in or 70 days in, which is two, two, two and a half months or something like two months, two and a half months. Yeah. But I don't know. Would you ever, could you ever see yourself doing a challenge like that? Uh, Absolutely not. And if your life depended on it, how long do you think you you could last? Oh, if my life depended on it? Yeah, not saying that like, I mean, you could, yeah, I don't know. If your life, yeah, if your life depended on it. I think I could make it happen if my life depended on it. I mean, (laughs) I'm like really bad at outdoor things, so I don't, I don't think it would be good and Mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't last that long, but, um, yeah, if I had to stay, I think, you know, I think humans have like a survival instinct that would kick in and you would figure shit out. Like, that's why I feel like being on a show like that would be hard for me because I would just be thinking the whole time, like, I don't have to do this. Like, I don't, you, for me personally, because I don't have that mindset. Like, people, some people love that kind of shit, but I, I don't. So <laughs> I think if I was on a show like that, it would, I'd probably be out there like a week or something maximum. <laughs> but, what about you? Do you think Do you think you could do a show like that? And do you think if your life depended on it? I think I I definitely couldn't win. I don't know. I'd probably have a hard time doing more than like two weeks. Yeah. And at that point, I think my game plan would just try to be beef up, go in there super heavy, and then just, just let your body live off of your body for a while. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. But one of the one of the guys on the show, he started off as the biggest guy, and he's one of the last ones standing, so and mm. I think that had a large part to do with it. That's, it's not a bad strategy. I mean, you're, yeah, like your body has a lot more to keep itself alive if you're a big dude, mm-hmm. so. But if my life depended on it, I don't know. I see 
just just watching the show, they they set up these gill nets for fishing to try to catch fish. And if you're not catching fish, what are you going to eat? You got to try to get an animal. And if there's only grizzlies around you or something like, uh, one of the people is at the point now where they're like eating the insides of tree bark because it's got nutrients and stuff. Right. I don't think I'd I'd have to be, I'd have to do a lot of studying and be a lot more savvy when it comes to the gathering aspect versus the hunting aspect. You'd like finding the right berries and... Yeah, you'd not... Yeah, because you'd end up eating something poisonous. And knowing what to do if something went wrong and you didn't have a first aid kit or something like that is... Yeah, so you should like that. Like, Yeah, life depending on it, the only thing I would have to live off of is like my basic human survival instincts which i do feel like are probably stronger than maybe i give myself credit for or just the average person gives himself credit for Mm -hmm. just kind of like like that adrenaline rush thing when you can like lift people like lift cars off their families Mm. and shit like you know um i think there's more in me than i would think but if there was like any non like any way out there's no chance i'd last a week would be absolutely maximum (laughs) seven days man but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I've seen, uh, when COVID first hit, they had a season up on Netflix and I watched that and I enjoyed it. But the thing is, is like, at least in that season, if you get, all you need is pretty much one big game animal and you're, you're pretty set up. Yeah, but it's perishables, right? So how long would Well, it also it? gets cold. Oh, uh, true. So I think when they, when the contestants go in, I mean, after... Maybe fifteen to twenty days, they'll see their first snow, or maybe it's a little. Maybe it's so like a where month. are they? Do you know? Right now, they tell, they tell you. I can't remember where. I just know there's lots of grizzlies there. Somewhere cold, so like yeah, yeah, like some mountainous area. Yeah, and the I don't know, man. It's just crazy. What's the first step? Find water, or build shelter. Find probably find where you want to have your camp at. Yeah, do a little scouting. See the land, have like a temporary shelter, scout out, try to get a lay of the land. You you probably like to be near water. Um, and for me, I'm probably building a shelter because I'm at that point, I'm probably trying to use all the as much energy as I can to get the heavy lifting out of the way, you know? Yeah, it would be. I feel like it'd be really good to while you're still fresh to like build yourself something to see but like i couldn't do like if it was like okay here's like build yourself a house it's like well what the fuck do i do like <laughs> some minecraft shit it's well, like, I, there's just nothing to do my thing is i don't know how they do it so fast like notching wood to make things did you ever play with lincoln lincoln logs when you yeah, were a kid? Yeah, yeah like notching stuff so it fits perfectly like and i i understand that's a show and they're not showing everything that goes into it, but it just looks so easy. And that's another thing about the show. I wouldn't like having to set up cameras, like walk out, set up a camera, walk back and then walk as if, cause they're recording themselves. Oh, so there's, there's not like a camera, there's not person a camera crew them. out there. Damn. As far as I know. Yeah. And that's kind of a pain. In the ass. You just have a remote and then you press the remote for them to come get you and they take you. And then I think they, they'll routinely do health check, like wellness right. check. Make sure like everybody's like actually alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a pain in the ass. Definitely learn a lot about yourself, though. Even if you're only out there for a week. Yeah, but I still feel like I feel like there's other ways you could self reflect. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like last week, we were talking about immersing yourself in media. 
Mm-hmm. How about immersing yourself in the outdoors in a natural place? You know, so I feel like most people, at least in the United States today, they wouldn't stand a chance. No, for sure not. But I mean, survival yeah. of the fittest, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's. I feel like people like that have an edge in the sense that if everything went uh, was ever to just go to complete shit and society collapse, like that's who would be running shit at that point. Like it wouldn't be me. You mm-hmm. know? I feel like though, I would just go somewhere where like, I don't know, I guess because then you're losing out on resources. Like I definitely wouldn't, my idea would not be to go to the woods if society was to completely collapse on itself. But, I guess that's where like the actual resources are. So I don't know. Maybe that is the best call. Where do you think you'd be going? The beach. I feel like I'd just ride out the the end of it all there, like <laughs> sit, just hanging know. out. Yeah, fuck all yeah. In. I mean, I wonder about a boat. A boat? Yeah. Well, if then you've got a shipper, like if you've got an aircraft carrier or something. Uh, there used to be a show called The Last Ship, and I think the premise of that show was a virus struck struck the earth and was was killing a bunch of people on land and I think the only people who were still kind of alive were people like the Navy and stuff like that and Navy for other countries oh because they were out on the ship yeah it's interesting I only saw a couple episodes but cool show my buddy Patrick was on a ship for like when COVID started so like he left the country normal and then like when he got back like everything was just a shit show <laughs> how long do you know how long into covid it was before it was a good while like because he left i want to say like january or something and then he was gone for six months so a good chunk of that was co- like four months in i guess so like yeah like i mean you came back at four months in it was a shit show you know so, yeah, I guess that's, I mean, obviously not as extreme as, like, everybody was, well, I mean, fuck, I guess it depends how you look at it, but I feel like that actually did happen to him. Like, he, he left and then came back and then it was just like, what the fuck is going on? The world was completely turned upside down. Yeah. He's getting ready to go out again, so, or actually, he might already be gone, so who knows what it'll look like when he comes back next time. I hope it doesn't look much different than it is now. Yeah, hopefully. Unless things get better. But. Yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like. I wouldn't have the minds like. But again, I don't know because it's like it's all about what survival instincts kick in, which is pretty interesting. Right. Like in my head, like if society was to completely collapse, like I would just like I wouldn't I feel like I wouldn't even give a fuck. Like I would just go ride out the end of days where I was happy, you know, and just be like, okay, that like, I would probably just die like soon. (laughs) But then like, what, what, what instincts kick in, you know, what things click in that you're like, okay, fuck, I need to like, no, I can't just like say, fuck it. Like I need to, you know, really do this. So it's tough. Do you go, do you go get non-perishable items? Do you go get medication? Do you go get firearms? Do you like, like what's, what's, priority at that point you know right i'm assuming food right because if you don't have food you can't do anything else water water yeah bottled water just like stock up i feel like you can go a lot longer without food than you can without water 
not that food isn't important, yeah. but I feel like if you have to rank them, you need water. That's true. I just feel like I would maybe just get a bunch of food and water and post up somewhere and ride it out. But, you know, you never know in, until you're in that situation. So hopefully I don't have to find out. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't have to live through that if yeah. that ever happens. I mean, I, I don't think, I feel like that's like, you're getting a little tinfoil hatty if you think like we're close to that or we, we will see that. But I, I guess you don't know, but you know. We got no idea. Yeah. I guess it's it never, just, it's never happened. Yeah. Right. Well, in this century, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's a, also like, and I know we've kind of talked about this already before, but like, I guess this is, you never, you just never know when th- like things are just going to like snap and change or like something's going to happen. Like I, it's, I wouldn't say it's been giving me anxiety, but a little bit of like, I'm just like driving in my car and I'm like, what if someone just decided to just fucking kill me right now? You know, or just like somebody like pulls out in front and I just like hit them and there's nothing I could have done to stop it. Like, and it's like a life changing, life altering situation can literally happen to you at any single second but i don't i don't know that's just something i've been thinking about lately and it's like like i said it's not necessarily anxiety inducing but it is a little freaky i saw an accident today actually it wasn't a bad one or anything somebody just ran into driver's side of the car and knocked the mirror off but it was it happened like 10 feet away from me so yeah. I got to see and I was at a stoplight right so I got to see the reactions of both drivers <sighs> but but what you were saying about having that moment where you think I've sort of been having that too but more so in the sense of not like one person killing me but the world just ending or a nuclear bomb going yeah off. And, and then it it's being like, like well this is you your, know, your life will literally never be the same and it can happen in a second. Yeah. Even I'll if it doesn't kill you, it's people like, again or I'll never like, like yeah. the things you take for granted will just be gone, you know? And yeah, I don't know. I mean, we sort of went through that with COVID, like, like things just changed pretty rapidly. And it's like, I guess maybe that's why, like part of the reason why, like we've seen it once, like, Obviously, it was a lot worse for some people than it was for me personally, but it was like just the idea of everything kind of changing in a minute like that. But yeah, I I don't even know what it is. It's just something in the air, I guess. I've been thinking about it a lot lately, just going down the road. Like weird how things can just change so fast. Have you ever had Raising Cane's? No, but I've had Zaxby's. I feel like they're comparable. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's a bad take. I've never had Raising Cane's. There's one here, but I, I know. Maybe we should go. I pass it when I, yes. when I come to your place, yes. and every time there's a line out onto Bro, the road. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> it pisses me off so much. So today was the first day I remembered to stay over a lane because mm-hmm. I always end up having to switch lanes if I get caught in that one. Yep. Because there's just so many people. Dude, there. if like I want to get like involved in this community just in the sense that I want to fix that because it sucks. It's awful. It sucks. And it's always like it's that. It's dangerous. It's Yeah, it's dangerous. And it's like that literally every single day as soon as it's like five o'clock. Dude. Can't be that good. I, I mean, Zaxby's is that good. No way. It's every day. 
It's every day. I, you know, but I mean, I feel like people love like fried chicken pla- like or chicken tender places like that. Every day? I mean, fuck, I guess. For dinner? Well, I think it's just like... <laughs> It's getting just as much traction, like less traction than like a Chick-fil-A is every day. But it's just in such a shitty spot that you notice it. You know, like you drive past the Chick-fil-A too, but it's up on the hill. Mm. And the line for that is probably like three times as long, but it's like away from the road. <laughs> like that shit yeah. is literally right on the main road. When they've got, they've probably got the logistics workout. I know like mm-hmm. a couple, Chick-fil-A is closer to my place. They, they've actually had to like, rebuild their parking area and their drive area and stuff within yeah. the last four years just because they are so busy but Raising Cane's has already peaked like they've already I don't think they'll be bigger than they were like I've, I, th- I think they've hit they're going to be around for a while but I just feel like I feel like they hit peak during COVID I felt like I saw more Raising Cane's like viral food videos with the chicken tenders and, and all that's that stuff. That fucking sauce that's yeah. like 18,000 calories. Yeah. And the people <laughs> just like jamming the, the tenders and the sauce and the sauce just pours out. Yeah, bro. Like, I think that's peak Raising Cane's. So why are people so addicted to that shit? It's literally just like mayonnaise mixed with. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I've but never like, had it. Well, I you mean, again, it. you've it's, had the similar. It's the same as Zach's. Like, like Zach's. I'm pretty sure that's the same fucking restaurant. You know, like maybe I'm like really getting out there right now. Like I don't know if that's gonna piss somebody off or not, but to me, it seems like it's the same restaurant. Is it a southern? Is is raising canes a southern thing? Or. Uh, because I know, I think they're building one in Northern Virginia right now, or they just had a soft opening or something somewhere. But Raising Cane's. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it sounds like a Southern thing. Raising Raising. And what canes. does the cane mean? It's not sugar cane. Mm. Is it somebody's name? Chicken cane. Or is cane another name for a chicken? I don't know. It's, it's from Louisiana. Oh, I did not know that. No, but still, I just, I can't believe they have so much traffic there, and I would have hate I would have hated to see that a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, it's what just, it it's like. always like, that's a fucking fried chicken row, because it's that one, there's that, KFC, and Popeyes are all, like, right there, <laughs> it's a fried chicken row, and Cold Stone. Dude, when's the last time you had Cold Stone? Probably, how old am I? Probably... I was probably like 15. Really? Probably Dude, eight years it's ago. It's time to go back. I don't I had get it, ice cream I, that much. You don't? Unless if I do, it's usually at like a local spot. That's not a chain. Mm. Right? Yeah. I like ice cream, but if I go out to get it, it's usually at like a local spot. Like where? The Carousel in Warrington, Virginia. Fire. Um, down in Blacksburg, there was a local spot near the Starlight Drive-In Theater. That was really good. Shout out to... My hmm. buddy Pierce for putting me onto that. I've not had that. There's was, really good uh, gelato in Harrisonburg. Bella huh. gelato. That's pretty fire. Wait, is that downtown? Yeah. I think Sierra and I got that before. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Muthru. Yeah. Muthru's fire. There's one here, which is nice. I didn't know that. I think that's the last place I got ice cream from. Yeah. And that was this summer. That, that uh, there's one of those here. But, man, I went to Cold Stone, bro. I, I, that shit is still hits hard. I like ice cream places like that. I'm not a huge soft serve guy. Wait, what? Wait, a soft serve where it comes out of the machine? Yeah. And then the hand scooped is 
just different. Just like ice cream. Yeah. I'm not a big soft serve guy either. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for it. It's not my preferred. Like yeah. I feel like the only place I get that is Carousel. So that's soft serve. And Warrington? Yeah. That's soft serve? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, usually definitely when I, Yeah. I'm more of a milkshake guy than a mm, soft serve, though. Fair enough. But Anyway, yeah, that just made me think of that because there's one right next to that Raising Cane's. Sorry, we got a little bit of a late start today. I uh, was doing some Christmas shopping. How'd that go? Good. I mean, it's a fucking zoo anywhere you go, you know, and it just keeps getting worse day by day. Like, it's just the amount of people. Like, luckily, I haven't had to do any, like, major driving this week, so I've been kind of kept around the house, but still, like, I think it was Monday, me and Logan tried to go Christmas shopping, like, right after work, which was a big mistake. It literally took us, like, a drive that usually takes us probably like 15 to 20 minutes took us 45 minutes to get to just get to fucking target across town. Like it's ridiculous. There's so much traffic. Yeah. I've really noticed it. Um, yesterday wasn't so bad, but today was really bad coming home. Just all the traffic and everything. Yeah. After work has to be the worst time. Yeah. And you're coming from Northern Virginia, right? So it's like, that's, that's about as bad as it can get. (laughs) Just sitting in traffic for, 30 minutes until I can probably move. But people do that shit every day. Like, that's what it's like to live up there, you know? Like, yeah. that's what they just do. They well, that's the thing. I don't, even, I don't even live in Northern Virginia, and I have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Right, right. But, um, but yeah, actually, I mean, we we did some traveling this past week, and my dad and I, we went down to, um, went down to Blacksburg, and I'd say the traffic then wasn't honestly not that bad. We left early Saturday morning, around 9 or so. I guess, yeah, I guess going that way is probably okay. Because, I mean, really, there's not much out there. Well, the only thing I was thinking was exams and, like, if students were going home for break. Are they still there? Are they back already? Well, now, well, now I don't think they're there. But I just wasn't sure when finals were for Tech, when they were for JMU or. Right. Here. Here. Yeah. You know. That's true. On a Saturday. Yeah, I guess that's true. You could see a lot of people, like, going to get there. Or coming home and mm-hmm. and we got there around noon and it didn't take any didn't have any real traffic or you, just, you said you drove down Saturday yeah Saturday morning and it was nice we went picked up uh, diplomas for Sierra and I for with in our frames and stuff and nice. then uh, my dad and I caught the Virginia Tech basketball game against Grambling I think yeah Grambling State or Grambling yeah that, that was fun it was the first game I got to see this year so nice. Yeah, we fun. won big, so that's that always makes it fun. Started off slow, but yeah, ended up being a pretty good time. And then it's always fun. It was really, it was a lot of fun going downtown too, because so so many students were gone. Oh right, because you can actually kind of more enjoy it. Yeah, not, you're not shoved like sardine in. Dude, that is nice. I haven't been like downtown in Blacksburg in so long. No, where all'd you go? We went to. Uh, well, Saturday before the game, after we picked up the diplomas, we hung out at Sharky's for a little bit, Classic. Uh, and then went to Ho House, and then we walked to Castle for the game. Okay. And then after the game, we went back downtown. I think we just went straight to Hokey House. Can I ask you something? On Saturday, you had texted me. 
Yes. <laughs> hey, man, I just committed a crime, and I don't know if I'll be out in time to record. What, what was that? I um. So in Hokie House, they have, like, the, the jukebox thing, and you can, like, play songs from your phone. Okay. And I loaded up, like... <laughs> I thought it was 12 songs, but it ended up being like 24, 25 uh, Kanye West songs in a row. It was awesome. It was awesome, man. And by the time, by the time the songs before Kanye songs started playing, people started to show up because it got later in the night. So more right. people were coming out. So it was perfect timing. That's nice. Yeah, it was fun. It's I like, was, I had a hard time not getting, I had a hard time not just vibing to the music because we were playing darts and then shooting pool for a while. I just wanted to... Yeah, I, uh, I've i definitely had some some benders in the sense of like picking like so many songs in a row at, at a bar and just like getting like a fat drink and then just like there's like a triple or something ridiculous and just sitting down and just fucking listening to that just shit. Just keep them coming, man. It, it was it, fun. It's really impressive to me like how extensive those jukeboxes are. Like you can get some deep cuts, which is cool. I know. Well, that's the thing. And that's why I had you a hard just went time. went on a roll. Yeah, I couldn't just pick like five songs. I had to pick all of them, you know? Yeah, because I feel like you and you would think you would just get the hits, you know? Like right. you would get like stronger and power. Flashing lights. Flashing lights, all of the lights. Gold digger. You know, right? Which are classics, right? Yeah. But it's it's cool that you can get like deep cuts. Don to chant. I played Don to chant and champs once. Keep my spirit alive. Fire. Fire. That album's fire. Bro. Believe what I say. Fire, bro. I actually saw the Don to LP, the record at um, Barnes and Noble. How much was it? Sixty bucks. Do you know if it was the Donda or was it Donda Deluxe? Oh. That I don't know. I just I, noticed, like, because I was just flipping through the records, and there was, like, I, I just, it, the, the case, or, you know, the cover's pretty, like, you can't, yeah, you can't <laughs> it's hard it. to miss. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, I think it was sixty ninety nine. But, dude, Barnes & Noble, very underrated place to buy records. I guess it's not great because you're not, like, supporting local record shops, but, yeah. like, the selection. Top notch. Yeah. I mean, like, you find some really cool shit there all the time. I just picked up um, Melophobia. The Casey Elephant with um like cigarette daydreams on mm. it and um come a little closer. So that was a nice that was a really nice pickup. And the cover, I know the name. What's the cover? The cover's like black and white with like the weird like kind of head uh, yeah, yeah, artsy yeah. looking thing on the t- on the front. That's a really good album. Yeah. But um But yeah, that that was pretty much my weekend. We came back Sunday early Sunday morning. Um, and then basketball in the evening, which kind of sucks because we'll be taking a break for, for Christmas, Christmas and New probably, Year's. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christmas and then New Year's, yeah. So we two get two week weeks off. And we apparently supposed to be doing uh, a tournament in March. Oh, nice. So I'm trying to get geared up for that. Nice. Yeah. But what'd you do this weekend? Uh, just a shopped. Shop, um, yeah. Christmas shopping. And also we got some more stuff for the house. Yeah. Uh, so like I we talked about a little bit, we're doing New Year's here, so yeah. it's nice because it's like we're actually getting shit up on the walls, and we got like a little bar cart and stuff. Like we're just the finishing touches, you yeah. know, to make a turn the house into a home. It's looking good, man. Appreciate it. Finally hung our diplomas. Like it's funny, you just yeah. got yours. We've had ours since graduation. We've literally just put them on the wall. So, yeah. but I mean, now ours are doing what yours were doing. Oh yeah, 
they'll stay like that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's finally put like, them up. This is one of those things, but yeah, yeah, I uh, was super happy to just like start putting shit up on the walls because makes it a lot cozier in here. So, and it makes more of a home. Yeah, it's it makes the same it more way. personal. It was the same way when uh, back at Whipple Drive. Mm-hmm. Like once once we started hanging stuff up, it everything was really coming together. But yeah, it was nice. We uh, I feel like shout out to Corey because I feel like he pioneered a lot of those projects. Because I would just be like, ah, I don't I don't know, man. Let's just drink, and he'd be like, Fuck no, we're putting this shit up. So gotta get to it. Respect. And he fucking built that thing to put the dartboard on. I don't even remember that. Yeah, well. Oh, that, that I, I think that was out. when you were next door. Um, yeah, when we had the dartboard, he like we needed like a backdrop for it, so we yeah. weren't putting holes in the wall. So he just fucking built one. <laughs> it's like I came home and it was just like he was like fucking pounding nails. Like what the fuck? That's awesome. Respect. Miss that guy. Shout out. Big time. Um, Christmas this weekend, dude. I know it sneaks up on me every single year. But I'm trying to just get like. I feel like I'm never in the holiday spirit in time. But this year I've just been like really trying to just like get into it. Mm-hmm. Like and not in a forceful way. Like I'm not like shoving Christmas music down my throat or anything. Yeah. Which I think honestly helps because I feel like if I try to do that, then I'm like trying too hard and then it's like it's just never going to happen. But I'm really looking forward to it. Um. So what are you doing for Christmas? Because I feel like now it's like these are the first years of my life, at least that I've had to like navigate, like seeing Logan's family and my family all mm-hmm. like you know like I feel like before it would just be like I'd go home and then that was it, you know. Right. But, um. But sorry, yeah. So what do you, what do you guys? Yeah. So Christmas Eve, Saturday. Um. I think we're doing. I think we're doing dinner with my family. Sierra, Sierra will be joining us, and then. The next morning, we're going to do, um, our church is doing like a service right. type thing. So we're going to go to that, and then um, her family's doing like a, a brunch type thing. So we'll probably spend most of the day there on Sunday. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's nice. Brunch is like fire. We do brunch at our house, too. We don't, um, we don't do any church service in the morning or anything. Mm-hmm. We do like wake up, open presents, have brunch. And just kind of chill the Hang rest out. of the day. Yeah. This year's kind of cool. Uh, Christmas Eve, Steelers. Um, Steelers play Christmas Eve. So uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that normal? No. Do they normally but, have a game? No. So it's weird this year because Christmas is on a Sunday. Uh, so they moved all of the Sunday slate to Saturday. So it's just no football on Sunday. There's like three games. Uh, so there's okay. like one, one, like, you know, so everybody. Like Thanksgiving? Yeah. So it's kind of set up like that, but. Um, yeah, so the Steelers are Saturday night and they're doing like, um, it's like the 30, no, I guess 50 year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, mm-hmm. which was against the Raiders and they're playing the Raiders. So it'll be like, it's going to be nuts in there. They're bringing That's the cool. whole team from back then. That's they're going to awesome. like honor them at halftime. So I'll have to tune into that. That's yeah. on Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah. That's going to be, it's just going to be a cool environment because it's a football city, so you know it's going to be jamming in there. So, um, But that's cool because we haven't gotten to watch the game together as a family this season, so that'll be cool. Um, it's my sister's huge fan too. So, Raiders then, are bad. Huh? The Raiders are bad. 
Sort of. I mean, sort of the Steelers, but <laughs> the Raiders. Makes for a good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I think they got a good chance at home in, like, a night like that. I just yeah. feel like, you know. But, yeah, then Sunday. So, me and Logan are splitting. She's going. She's just going to go. She's going to come Thursday with me to Culpeper and have dinner with my family. And then Friday, she's going up to Delaware. And then I'm going to go up Monday and spend a couple days up there with them. So kind of do it like after and before. Mm -hmm. So just easier that way. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah. Plus it's like a little bit of an extended holiday, right? So it's like Christmas with my family and then Christmas up there. So it's like doing it twice, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is nice. Do you work? Do you work today? Did I work today? Friday. Um, no, I'm off today and, uh, Monday. Nice. And then, yeah, after that, I'll still be up there for a couple more days, but it's pretty lax. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But again, it snuck up on me. Mm -hmm. Every year I say I'm going to get all my shopping and everything done like way ahead of time and then I never do it, so... Still have a lot, few last minute things to get, but I've gotten put pretty much everybody solid. So this year, I'll be honest. This year was rough for me. <laughs> last year was good. Last year I had a good year picking out gifts. I think it was because it was like I had my first real adult job with adult right. money. Yeah, so you can kind of go. I felt go I felt the yeah I felt the need to like I don't know go harder you know yeah. But this year, it's hard to follow that up because then now it's like <laughs> the bar is here. So it's like, OK, yeah. I can't just go back to giving you like socks. Like yeah. I have to actually try again. So mm-hmm. I feel that and just having more payments now, too. Yeah. But it'd be all right. Next year, I'll, I'll bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, was struggling for a while, but I ended up finding things for pretty much everybody that I think I think everybody's going to like. So they better like it. True. Right? Yeah. True. That's how I feel. You get a gift, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's like a fucked up thing for people to be like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, because that happened. Like, a yeah. lot of people do that kind of shit, but I, I think that's really fucked up. I did too. Like, it's like, just get over it. Like, it's one thing if, I don't know, at least accept it with grace. And yeah. then if it's something you literally cannot use, then it's like, if you want to have that conversation at a later point, yeah. maybe, but it's like, if it's just something you don't particularly care for, like mm-hmm. just get over it, you know. <laughs> just wear a smile for a little bit and keep it pushing. Like the only thing I could ever see myself returning or asking to be returned is if someone got me like a shirt or something and it's like way too small. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, I'd rather return it in exchange for one that would actually fit me. But even then, it's like I have a hard time <laughs> ever bringing it up. It's like, how come you never wear that shirt I got you? It's like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> got all the shirts. So, I let my best friend wear it once, and he still isn't giving it back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's always fun, but yeah, it's what I always tell myself because, like, I I feel like it's a really stressful time for a lot of people, and a lot of people really stress out like what they're getting for people, like what gifts, like what's a good thing to get. But it's like at the end of the day, like that none of that is what it's about. And I think it 
like as you get to like our age, like it's very easy for us to know like, okay, it's not about getting, it's about giving, but it's deeper than just like giving gifts, right? It's about like maybe giving back to your community or just, I think it's at the core of it all is just like spending time with people you care about, you know, just like any holiday. So I don't know. That's why I tell myself to keep myself from getting stressed out about gifts. Yeah, I'd say gift giving is a skill, but gift receiving is also a skill, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but touching on your point about just, I don't know, this time of year is just, you can't can't beat be, being wholesome. You know what I mean? It's like there's yeah. something in the air, and if, if I find myself around a situation where tensions are high or something, take a chill pill, man. Everybody, you know. Yeah. But it's hard because I think a lot of people put a lot of expectations along this time of year and they let themselves get really stressed Mm. out about it. And it's like, it comes from a good place, you know, like it's not a bad thing that they're doing, but it's like, like, yeah, like you said, like just chill, man. It's okay. (laughs) It's the holidays. Like, let's just have fun. Mm -hmm. That's, That's how I see it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely fall into it a little bit. Like I'm getting a gift. I'm like, okay, I have no idea if this is like a good gift. Like, is this good? Is this a bad thing to get someone? But I don't know. I I think I did pretty good. So you got anything else? No, not really. I mean, I think that's a nice kind of tone to send people into the holidays with the holiday weekend. Yeah, I think so too. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 10 of the Good Fridays podcast. We uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yeah. Enjoy some time with your family. Wear a smile even if you get a gift that you don't think you're going to use or anything like that. And if you're still scrambling to find gifts, get something from the heart. Like that still means something, I think. So. For sure. Don't stress. It's okay. The holidays are supposed to be fun. Yeah, and they'll be here again next year. Yeah. And the year after that, so. Um. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll uh, we'll see you again next week for a first guest episode. Talking some, probably talking a lot of New Year's plans. So stay tuned. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right. Love you guys. Peace.